Okay, we are back. The show is Snow Horse and the Polar Bear. Today we have a guest. Her name is Alita Bissett. Uh, I came across her this week in a kind of an exciting way. I want to refresh everybody's uh, mind as to what this show is about. And I am noted for a number of things. And what I'm trying to bring to the table is free information rather than someone needing to book an appointment. That if people listen closely to the conversations and the guests that we have... And I will be, you know, kind of interrupting some of the stories in order to uh, bring in some of the information I have so that people can bring to their lives some of the information I have that they seek me out for classes and for appointments. So in reference to that, um, I'm called a lot of things, mostly good. <laughs> and the uh, one of them is a uh, layman's term is a psychic. The churches, some of them call me a prophet. Others, the Catholic Church calls me an animal whisperer, so I am also noted as an animal communicator or pet psychic. Whatever you call me is fine to get the point across that I hear the voice of God. I hear animals speak. There are inanimates that, inanimate objects that have talked that absolutely stunned me, and that's on some of the other podcasts. So this is, this is a gift that everybody has, and Alita is my guest today, Alita Bissett. I want to share with you, she's got some information that I thought was real important to bring to the table that has not been talked about yet. Uh, We're fairly new on this podcast, and so I'm interested in uh, bringing her information out. So, uh, Alita, just say hi hi, so they hear your voice. Hello there, everyone. Hello there. (laughs) So so one of the things that happened uh, this week is I went to the post office on Friday, I believe it was, and when I left to go home... I was redirected by God to go over to the gas station that was in the opposite direction from the post office, about three miles, would you say? Right, yeah. In Lapeer. Mm-hmm. And, and um, when I pulled up, I saw, to my disdain, a little dog tied to a post. And I'm thinking, there's no car close, there's no person close, I didn't know who was doing this. So I was waiting to see if this dog was you know, tied on purpose and left, or if someone had gone inside and I would supervise the dog until they came out. Ultimately, an elderly woman came out. She was dressed so cute, <laughs> I can't even say. She had a cap on that maybe a teenager would wear, but it suited her so well. And when I say elderly, I mean she identified herself as just going to be turning 81. I asked her if it was, and she had a, a turtleneck, a white turtleneck shirt on, long sleeve. Over that was a T-shirt that had an image of um, Snoopy laying on his doghouse with Woodstock on his stomach and the coolest shoes she had on and she loved her little dog and she had these sunglasses that were pretty pretty edgy and I I asked her usually I have to say to the audience usually when I walk up to a dog that looks like it may need some help of some sort or could be treated better according to my own personal opinion I would say what are you doing with my dog it gives them an opportunity to say do you want this dog which has happened on occasion but this time I did not. I let her tell her about her dog and how it was a rescue and how it was given to her and how she loved this dog and that she lived in a um, a building that was, I believe, three stories. Is that correct, Alita? Yes, yes. And, and um, you know, it was a lot of walking up and down. And I, she didn't say it was a problem. But I did, I, as we were talking, I said, you know, I have a ministry for animals. And this is to let the public know again that I am... Uh, the founder of a ministry for animals. It is called New Ark Ministries. Since 2012, I have been able to collect and then deliver out for free to people in need over 300 tons of pet food in addition to supplies. 
My car has 269,000 miles on it, all from delivering to over nine counties. Amazing. So as I told her this story, she said in a quiet voice, she says, do you think if I ever need to place my dog that you could help me find a home for him? And I said, I most certainly can, as soon as today if you wish. And so she didn't think she was ready for that, but she would get with me. I gave her my, uh, my number. And then about an hour later or less, she called me. We arranged for me to go the next day to the um, establishment where she lives. And w- when she came, you know, I met her there. She, she, she had tears in her eyes, but she was very happy and really joyous that she had someone that she felt she could trust. And the reason I brought up her shirt is because on my car, I have Snoopy and Woodstock decals because I'm an adult. <laughs> <laughs> and so she knew and said, you know, that angels, her angels had sent me. Interestingly enough, when I went to uh, greet her the next day, I had purchased uh, a new leash, and on it had um, uh, a peace symbol and some other uh, uh, cute markings on it. Well, when I saw her that day, Saturday, she had a a new hat on, and on it were peace symbols. And she pointed out, she says, this is just more confirmation. I said, you know, if if you do want this pup back, you know, we'll give it some time, and if you if you choose that you need her need him back, uh, that'll happen. But so in that meeting, I'm taking a bit of time because it leads to Alita. Is that I asked um, Cherie is the woman's name. She is a delight, according to me. I don't know her well, oh, yeah, but she definitely. is she loves this puppy and was so sweet. And and I asked her about the inside of the building. Now I didn't need to do that, but I was led to do that. And so uh, uh, Cherie was saying, oh, it's, it's like a ski lodge. It's so nice in here, and the people are so fun. So she took me inside. And when I went inside, uh, Alita uh, approached. Yeah, I was just walking out of the restroom, and I had uh, been speaking and praying with my Lord, talking to him like I usually do. And Let me interject. So we can talk to him everywhere. Yes, all the time. <laughs> yeah, even there. When you're caring. Another, yeah. word, another word for caring in there. <laughs> And I had seen out the window that Cherie was talking mm. with Lisa, and um, I I knew that Cherie was giving up her dog. She had just told me that. And uh, I was feeling in my heart, you know, remembering my dog when my dog passed, and still to this day I cry for him. And I was just like, oh, that's so bittersweet, that poor baby. And, you know, I'm talking to the Lord, and, and he says to me, don't worry, you know, she's got a ministry for animals. And I go, okay then he's in good hands, and all's well. Thank you, God. You're so good. Right. Even, even to your four-legged hairy creatures, you're just a good God. You know, and I walk out, and there they are. They're, they're coming inside, in. Inside, right. Yeah, inside the building, and, I mean, I didn't know they were going to be there, but we start talking, right. and one thing led to another, and here's Lisa come into my office, and <laughs> I, I'm testifying to her about um. My, oh, oh my, let, let me interject there, too. Alita yeah. um, uh, is calling me Lisa because my given name is Lisa Berry. That's how people would find me for uh, readings and such. But, again, this podcast is to give information for free and testimony so people can identify that what they might be coming across is happening to them as well. And it's okay. It's a beautiful thing. So when we went in the office, uh, this oh, is when you. Alita had more information for yeah, me. Yeah, so... So uh, Lisa wanted to know more about my experiences. I was telling her that um, sometimes the Lord speaks to me and he can do it with anybody. And 
that's why I wanted to come here because I just want everyone to know it's true right. for every single one of us. Mind um, you, my, my, the public is that I have just met Alita. Yeah. And so I, I and, felt and, that. And this, um, yes, a connection. But the thing yeah. is, is Alita, the, the, the types of thing God has people that know him do is to lift people up and give opportunities. Oh, yeah. You know, so for me to have an opportunity for Cherie that was calling someone in and didn't know who to talk to and maybe a little embarrassed that she had the pup for a year and thought maybe this wasn't right. I know that someone offered the dog to her that she didn't necessarily go looking. So she was in a position of now how do I tell my friend that, you know, I, I think it's best for this dog to be able to. She was so giving and kind to let this dog have a better life for the dog, including herself. But for Alita to be available and say yes to what could be told, told a perfect stranger. Mm-hmm. Well, let me say this right. about that. The only perfect stranger out there would be Jesus. <laughs> Amen. He is that. the perfect yes. stranger. Yes. Okay, so so go ahead. And yeah, thank you so, for taking the opportunity. Yeah, so we, we, we just met for those few minutes there, and now Lisa's in my... Um, office and I'm testifying to her of what has happened to me in church and um, outside of church and it's there and it's for everyone and that's just being able to speak to the Lord in tongues. It's biblical, it's in the word and I know a lot of people misunderstand some of that scripture mm-hmm. that you can't all do that in a church. But now some just, are told that yeah. that was then and this is now and we don't have that opportunity. It, it's which a, is... Tongues is a gift and at on times, especially like right now, mm-hmm. we need it more COVID now than is. ever. Mm-hmm. More now than ever. Um, right. Well, the enemy is trying to separate everybody yes, out. And if we can just believe and step out in faith mm-hmm. and pray, what I say, pray in the spirit or pray in tongues, it's a direct connect to the Lord. Right. Direct the, connect. And there, there may be people out there that have never heard about speaking in tongues. I'm mm-hmm. going to uh, give an example of what may have happened in your life out there or there in the public and maybe didn't know you were doing it because the for me uh let's start here that they do say that receiving the uh you know jesus into your heart and as lord and savior that the uh the gift of of speaking in tongues uh, comes sometimes it doesn't come immediately and I have to tell you that i i wasn't i mean i was familiar with the language of speaking in tongues the idea of it and it, it but what happened one day is I was I had a suburban at the time. I was driving across I sixty nine. It was a beautiful day, and I I started singing to a song, but didn't know the words to the song. So I made up my own words. So I thought, and then then my body's crying, and I'm thinking, what are you crying for? <laughs> you know, well that was I was the first time it happened. I was singing in tongues. So there can be people out there. I want you to let you know, you guys, that. Whether you have you identified if you received Jesus or not, I'm saying that the connection to God is there. Jesus is another facet that I believe in. I'm not forcing the best of foods down your throat. You can take it a little at a time. Don't take it at all. That's your business. I, that, I'd like to say that I care, but I can tell you God cares, and that's why I'm talking. That's, that's what he wants me to do. This is a, a format here at uh, Lake Orion Neighborhood TV um, Television is that it gives me an opportunity to talk for free instead of charging for the time it takes to tell people a message I might get. So hearing the voice of God, because people ask me questions, God answers the questions, and it comes out of my mouth. I can only give credit to God. So in that speaking in tongues, I want you to know that if for whatever reason you're walking around and all of a sudden 
some other wording comes out of your mouth that you don't identify, but it, it comes easy to you? Or you replace words of a song with words that don't sound like English? You're speaking in tongues. Yes, you are. It's an amazing thing. Yes, I mean, I want to go back and just for fun, let's, in, in, back in my day, I, I love saying that, <laughs> the more <laughs> decades, the better. So back in the 50s, let's say, there was, there was a song, and I've forgotten how it goes, but I, it might even be the name of it, but it said, shaboom, shaboom, you know, so those words, they were making up words for songs. We don't even know if that was speaking in tongues. Amen. Amen. There's so many different languages in this world. Right, right. And, um, who, you know, but so share, so, so when, Alita, if, if you don't mind telling the story of when you, I don't know how you decided to go into the church you did go into, mm-hmm. and, and uh, your experience there with, you know, the, the uh, delivery of a, of a desired cure, healing, yeah. Yeah. immediately. Yeah. Do you care to share about that at all? Uh, I sure will. Well, there was an acquaintance of mine who called me. I didn't know her that well, but we had met before and just invited me to this church. So we start going and things start happening. And I was... What um, types of things were happening? Things were happening for me. Okay. Like um, I was an alcoholic at the time mm-hmm. and the Lord delivered me. And um, I, I started saying... There's something about this church. This is, I'm, I'm in the right place. Right. And I started hungering and thirsting for him. Mm-hmm. God, and you mean. The, this is a Pentecostal church, and they're all Pentecostals really like to pray and speak in tongues all the time. Had you ever been to um, this? Never. Okay. Now, I, I'm telling um, the public, I do not mm-hmm. know the difference between mm-hmm. all the religions because I'm not aiming to be mainstream religion. I've talked to God my whole life. He has right. delivered. It was only within, say, I'm going to say 12 years somewhere in there where I think if people listen to the podcast, they'll see how I decided to latch on to Jesus, you know? Oh yeah. We don't need a church. God's there. He's everywhere. Right. But you happen to be led to or taken to, were you taken to this church? Uh, I was called and invited and I said, yeah, let's go. We both thought we'd try it out, you know? (laughs) So these things are size nine. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm like, there's uh, the Lord is here. I can feel him like never before. Mm -hmm. And my dad, since I was two and three was, saying just pray just talk to god like anybody else right because that's what he wants you know? well i want people and, to take for instance anytime you're on a cell phone and you're not facetiming someone you don't know what that person is doing you don't necessarily know how they look that day you know and, mm-hmm. and you may be talking to a stranger trying to order a pizza you know but you're calling expecting to talk with someone getting a result I mean, Amen. if you have yeah. to fake it and put a phone to your ear and pretend you're talking to God, go do that. Yeah, I mean, he hears you. There's no special prayer or anything. I mean, just in your mind, right. he hears your thoughts. Right. Um, so, yeah, we're going to this church, and um, they, they are Pentecostals, so they love um, praying in the Spirit or speaking in tongues, what have you. And my friend and I are talking Saturday evening and we start arguing, and she's like, I don't, I don't know about all this babble and stuff. No, you know. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know, you know, because I, I know God's there. He's already delivered me. He's already working in me. And so the next day we go to church, and it happens. Like in Corinthians um, one fourteen. it happens where God comes and gives that church a message. 
which I knew nothing about. Okay, now I do, that was new to you. This was all new to me. Okay. And thanks what for happens, share, thanks for sharing this because people will come across new experiences and not even recognize that they're in it. Right, and I didn't. And right. so that pastor is asking everyone to pray in tongues, and so some are and some aren't. And because of my conversation that Saturday evening with my friend, I'm like, I'm saying to God in my mind, I don't care, Lord. I believe this. I'm going to do it. And I just start praying in tongues like everybody else. Now, had you ever prayed out. in tongues before? Um, I had. Okay. So the, so the language that came out, have you noticed, too, mm-hmm. that when you pray in tongues, it's not always the same wording? No, it's like different. over the course of time, it changes. Let, let so it, it sounds it, it, just, it can sound as though you're just making things up. Yeah, and, and but if you believe and have faith, and right. I had done it before, but this time I was doing it in faith. Oh, you'll get physical and reactions. You'll get physical reactions yeah. to it. Te- tears telling, can flow. And I was telling the Lord in my mind, I'm doing it, mm-hmm. and and I'm believing it, right. and I and I did it. And what happened was, is every something came over every single one of us. How many people were like, in the church? There were probably, mm, I would say, 60 people. Okay. All of them praying in tongues to start? I don't know if every single person. But a lot of them. But a lot of them. Okay. And um, every single one of us got something just, it just come over us and we all just became quiet. It's just the, the all Lord. All at once? All at once. The <laughs> Lord just, his presence just came over us and we just all got quiet. Mm-hmm. And the next thing you know, this girl, she's speaking like an Oriental language. It sounded you know, Oriental. It sounded Oriental. Okay. And um, all of a sudden, I just see this bright white light and these streets of gold. I can hear angels. This is a vision it's, you're having. Yeah, I'm like, it's like a vision and a hearing. Or like and, you were there. Yeah. Okay. And like it, transported um, there. Yeah. Okay. Kind of. And right. uh, uh, this soft beautiful voice just comes out and and says it's okay it's okay go ahead you can speak in tongues Mm -hmm. it is of my way oh my god and i'm just like oh (laughs) i'm just like oh this is so beautiful you know (laughs) and then i hear now speak loud and clear and i'm just and you didn't say anything i'm not saying nothing because i'm just (laughs) like i'm just like i'm not knowing right so Anyways, you didn't know what to say. No, I even didn't though she told she the told Lord was telling me or to say that. I didn't realize it was me that it was being said to. Right. I thought everybody was hearing it. Right. And right. Right. Oh, so, because you thought everyone was witnessing that vision. I thought everybody was having voice. the same hearing. That, oh. I mean, loud and clear. I heard it like <laughs> like PA loud system. and clear. Yeah, that's what I tell and people. And I yeah. thought everybody heard it, but what I found out was later. So. People were walking around like a half an hour after that, just all just like feeling the spirit of the Lord. And just like, it was like a high, just like if you took in a deep breath, you were just like, ah, it was just like you were breathing in the Lord and it was beautiful. And so then I went out to lunch with my friend from church. And then from there we were like, I love that church today, didn't you? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yeah, it was awesome. I'm still feeling it. And right. and my friend was like, me too. And we were like, breathing it in still, you know. So here we go on to Mount Morris because our pastor pre- um, also preached there. Oh, So we left from Emily and we went to Mount Morris and we went to the 6 o'clock service because we were like, we you want more, more, right? more, more, more. <laughs> and so we go through that service and 
it's all done and over. And Did you feel the same there or no? And, um, no, nothing special like that happened that day, right, right. that evening. So I'm talking to the gal behind me, and she's like, wasn't that awesome today in Emily, and I, at service in Emily? And I'm like, oh, yeah. You know, and she's like, but somebody missed it. And I'm like, well, what did they miss? And she's like, that was a message from God to the church. And the, the one that was speaking, it, it yeah. sounded like an Oriental and language. And she said somebody operated and, and spoke in this language of tongues, mm-hmm. and there was an interpreter, but that person missed it. And I go, an interpreter? Right. She's like, somebody missed it. They should have been telling us what they were saying. I go, you don't know what they were saying? <laughs> and she's like, no. And I go, well, I know. And she's like, what? I go, I know what was being said. I know what she was saying in the Oriental language. I know. Right what you know so i tell her yeah the, you know um the lord said it's okay it's okay go ahead you can speak in tongues it is of my way and um she was just like pastor get over here talk to this girl right now you know and so to make a long story short you know that's still the best day i've ever had in my life right um, I his bet. presence was so strong inside me that um, I was on this, I call it a high. Right. I don't know what else to call it. I was like that for days afterwards. Right. And it was just like all, like all I had to do was take in a deep breath, and I would feel that high all over again, just like breathing in the Lord. I don't right. know how to explain. Right, but, you just want more. Well, and the I thing feel is, like is, when we, someday when we go to heaven that that's the way it's going to be every day. Right. We're just going to take in a breath, and we're just going to well, feel the, that the feeling. Is, is I want people constantly. to know that, you know, and, and boy, the people that are listening to these podcasts know that this is my personality and my opinion is much different than what I'm about to say, but I know what I'm about to say to be true. So I know that the earth and the people on it are making things so complicated. And because complication is where the money's at, you know, even let's, let's pretend in the garden of Eden where the first, you know, awareness for marketing came in you know all these different trees somebody says i've got an orange i've got an apple i got a, oh, don't take that darn apple <laughs> you know, but you know they're, they're going to sell what they have what they know and barter systems and then it grows and grows and then we've got you know mountains of hoarding going on because there's so much stuff to be had and you want you take it and the point is is the and then there's the whole death thing and, and eternal life i am telling you people that one of the things god has me saying whether i like it or not there is, in fact, eternal life in the flesh. People don't recognize it because they think it's impossible. I want to remind people that science itself, if you believe in science, this can be your proof, if, meaning the people that believe in science. Science says that the whole body renews itself. You know, the flesh every, what, seven days, the liver this time, the brain that time, the, you know, organs. The point is, is they don't know why people are dying. If people would listen to what God has to say, it is simple as this piece of information I'm about about to give you, and that is this. He says, meaning God, says, my people are dying from lack of knowledge. It is not lack of knowledge of all the things and, and courses and webinars you can take. It is not lack of knowledge of vitamins and minerals and, holy cow, something's talking other time perhaps okay 
Saved by the Bell. So the, so the point is this, is that if you knew more about God, the less you need to know about every other author out there on the planet. It is nice to talk with other people, but if you knew God the way you can know God, and, and it really cuts to the chase when he says, ask and you shall receive. But if you don't know who you are, you don't know who God is, you don't know you can ask and that he will deliver. And people have all sorts of excuses as to why he might not answer or might not deliver. I have never, ever had God not deliver. Period. Never. We're talking life and death miracles, information, whether I like the information he gives me or not. I know it's the truth because he never lies. He is a respecter of no man. He will talk to each one of us the way he talks to me and greater than that for you. If, oh, Jesus, yeah. if Jesus said these and greater things shall you do if you follow him. It is the very reason I added Jesus to the mix of knowing God. God has always talked to me. I mean, since I was little. I wasn't trained in it. I did not go to church for it. My family didn't talk about it. I just knew. Well, I knew because I was listening to his voice the whole time. There's that drum roll. (laughs) (laughs) So you can too. I'm just saying everybody can do this. And if you're running out and buying a book, you're already lost. I understand that people say, oh, the Bible might be translated differently, it's, or they're leaving things out or putting things in. I don't know if anybody's actually read any of that book, but I'll tell you, just like a good person reading the first chapter and the last chapter, if you look at the last two sentences of the last book called Revelations in the Bible, God is talking and he says, anybody that adds to this book or takes away from this book, I'm going to give them what's in this book. I got news for you. I was shooting and hollering, hello, hooray, because knowing that God is going to penalize or take care of or whatever he does to the people who are messing with his word is good enough information for me, don't you think, Alita? Oh, yes, um, definitely. God put exactly in his book and got to us exactly what he wants us to know, and we... He wants us to know him. It's not a secret. We just have to ask. And his word says, you know, you have not because you ask not. Right. And you have not you because you not. ask not. Or let's put it this way. You're, you may, you're asking the wrong person. You need to that ask person, the Lord. That's right. And yeah. I, I want to share with you this is that, you know, uh, Alita was talking about speaking in tongues and hearing his voice. And I'm going to share with you, everybody can do that. I absolutely had everybody. a priest that, you know, that, in fact, the priest that is, is basically launched New Ark Ministries in her church, the one that I was trying to get everybody else to do, you know, to, to preach the gospel to every creature, because that's a passage that was delivered to me, and I tried to give it away to everybody I could find that was mainstream religion. <laughs> and then she handed it to me. So I want people to know that this New Ark Ministry for Animals started in a church where there are people clamoring for followers and wanting to be a leader of a church. They start in their basements, their bedrooms, their living rooms, schools, and and movie theaters. And I'm going to tell you, I walked into a church, several of them, to hand this information for them to do, and it was given to me. Did I want it? No. Do I want it? No. But I'm going to tell you, somebody's got to do it. Why not me? With my personality and, and my... I have lack of belief in in humanity, but God believes in you guys. 
And yeah, I may be in the human form, but he says we are in the world, not of the world, right. which made me very happy to find out I was right all along. Yeah. It's an amazing thing. So um, correlating with the uh, speaking in tongues and the word of God and people, myself included, not reading the book because I felt men wrote the book. I mean, men as in man, as in people. And that they were full of bananas. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I wasn't going to believe what was written. I, I, I tell people I haven't read a book since sixth grade. My information, my knowledge, my behavior, my conversation is from God and the yeah. abilities I have. All of us can do it. There are people who are, you know, savant in nature and or come in as masters. People will say, I just came in with this. I'm, I'm telling you, everyone's come in with this, and everyone that doesn't have it presently was talked out of it through the ABCs, the one, two, threes, math, you know, time. God created light and dark, but did not say, you know, 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock. He did not do that. That was man. And time's ticking, and people believe life is going to end at a certain time. I'm going to tell you that the Bible goes as far as 120, but it also says all things are possible. I present before you life and death. Choose life. That he will renew your flesh to the days of your youth, even fresher. That these and greater things shall you do. With those core pieces of information that they were left in the book, if somebody was lying in there and taking things out, they didn't take the most important thing. So there is eternal life in the flesh. But if you don't believe it, you don't get it. If you're buying life insurance, I'm not telling you not to. But you are investing in death, and you're going to get it. If you don't want to stay on this planet because it's so awful, the way I had been thinking since the day I was born is that Satan is lying to you. He wants you out of here because you're a mover and a shaker. He needs to stop you from helping the good team or getting you to leave the planet completely. Those who are New Age believers or metaphysical bound, all of that's fine and dandy. The truth of the matter is this. If you're believing in reincarnation, and that's another story, uh, I might be able to fit it in um, this podcast, but if you're believing in reincarnation and those of you that think you're coming back and want to come back as certain things, I'm going to encourage you to leave it at one thing. If you really are going to come back and you want to come back, just say, I want to come back and be happy. That means that whatever you come back as, you're happy rather than try to think of something. I have a woman who wants to come back as an engineer. Well, what happens if there's no engineers when you come back? You know, you can be behind the eight ball. Mm-hmm. So the, the point is this, is that the only reason people have to come back or come back is because they never realize they never had to leave. That's the awareness. Eternal life is forever and for always. People talk about dying in Christ. Yes, I understand it. But he's the only one that had to leave in order to pull it off, so we have eternal life. It's interesting to at least contemplate. I I don't care if I'm right or wrong. Those are God's words. That's what he wants you to know. And he's going to pick somebody that's willing to say it. I'm willing to say it. If you want to stay, stay. He will renew your flesh to the days of your youth even fresher. Once, twice, even three times. You can see that scripture. That's the only one where I know where it is because people come to me worried about dying and their future and their past and, you know, not just about uh, uh, God, but just about life. You know, what they've done, 
I'm able to see things that are roadblocks that they've built up for themselves. And the idea is this, is that if you are going to pick something to believe in, you know, there are teachers out there that have written a lot of books. If you're going to pick one, why not pick the one that says all things are possible and you can do it too? And you don't have to do anything to get it other than say you accept Jesus into your heart as Lord and Savior, even if you can't wrap your mind around it. You know, I can send you to the pizza store and you're going to believe me that that pizza is the best because you trust me. Trust me on this. Give it a whirl. Give it a try. And just say, hey, if, if Snow Horse, that's what the uh, Anishinaabe call me, Native Americans, or Lisa Berry, my given name, if you want to say, hey, if Lisa Berry and Alita Bissett is correct, I want that too. And he will show you. Miracles. Amazing. Yes, his word says how much more will he give gifts. Um, it's speaking about if the wicked give gifts to their children, how much more will God give what, his spirit to them that ask? Right. So that's a gift. And a good, how much more do, would a good father give? Yes, yeah, so all you have to do is ask him for it. Right. People are, yes. He will work it in you. Right. And, um, He will give you a hunger and a thirst to know more about him, and you will have a relationship with him. And speaking in tongues just gives you a direct connect, and you will hear him like he's right beside you whispering in your ear or or Or, talking loud. Or out loud. You will hear him. Just got to pray in it and believe in it every day. Um, These are times I feel we need him more now than ever. We've always needed him. And in my experience in growing with the Lord Christ Jesus is that he does everything for us, even pray. And so when we pray in the spirit, we don't know what we're praying, Mm -hmm. but we are being edified. He's praying for us. Right. And we might not want to know. It might be a car accident coming up. We don't want to know those things. But Well, let me share with you that. I'm going mm-hmm. to tell you about a car accident. Yeah. <laughs> is, is March 21st of 2006. I was laying in bed, woke up in the morning, and I said what I say almost every day. I said, how's my day going to go, God? What's in store today? And I heard an out loud voice like a PA system because it is normal for that to happen for me. And it can be for you too. Just, just ask for it. Say, hey, if she can have it, I want it too. He's not going to just say, hey, only she can have this. That is, that is, a, that's hooey is what that is. So I hear him say, you're going to be in a tragic accident today. And I said, oh, no, you don't. You said I could have died in my sleep. Don't be wrapping me around a tree. No car, no jaws of life, no cop, no bloods, no dismemberment, no nothing. I do not want that. And then I realized, oh, my gosh, I've been wanting off the planet my whole life. So this might be an opportunity. So I said, <laughs> if it has to happen, do it in a gentle way. Remember, I've been asking to get out. and so I went about my day and people keep telling me I would have stayed in bed I said for how long you know I'm trusting everything to be all right so I got in I was in that little Scion XB that I have still it has 269,000 miles on it all from delivering food for animals and people that own them uh, that are in need so I was traveling uh, I was going to go to the um, uh, Hispanic Community Center in Emily City I bat- bypassed my turn. I was north, uh, up approaching Bowers Road on M53. And 
I looked, I mean, I, it was a beautiful day. Mar- March 21st was, there was no snow. It was sunny. The roads were dry. There was a semi-truck uh, uh, behind me, quite a ways back, and a car coming south. So I put on my blinker, and I went to turn left and was broadsided by that semi-truck that passed on a double yellow line and hit a yellow car. There's one thing for sure is that man did not like yellow. <laughs> so, And I'm laughing because, I, I mean, when I looked up, when I saw it, I mean, there was nothing. I mean, I looked before I turned. And here's this semi truck. It was a tandem trash hauler to Canada. Empty, empty, because it left its garbage behind here, because we let them. Just saying, side note. <laughs> <laughs> and so as, and, and I was saying out loud, no, 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 no. And I turned the wheel to the right. He ended up hitting me at the driver's side door uh, close to the engine. Uh, ended up pushing me. The car that came was coming south, stopped, you know, it pulled over and, you know, was, you know, making sure everything was all right and telling me don't move. You know, the police are on the way. We saw everything, you know. The, the truck driver was addressed by the police when they showed up and the truck driver told them, you know, I was trying to get out of her way. And the police said, what, by going into head-on traffic? <laughs> you know, it's a two-lane road. He, so it took about, well, it took several years for... Uh, certain things to, to come full tilt for me to be all right. The car was salvaged, uh, not, not salvaged as in gotten rid of, but they repaired it, which is amazing. We're talking, a, a, it's made of what? Plastic and air. <laughs> you know, it's, it, it was God. It was the hand of God. So I, do I know why it had to happen? No. Did I trust God? Absolutely. Was I prepared for me to leave? You betcha. That is the second time for sure that I thought I had, oh, I had several opportunities. And, and um, you know, let me, let me share, because the speaking in tongues is one way to go about speaking so that you can get out the words you just can't even express in English. English is a very minimalist <laughs> language, don't you think, Elite? Oh, yeah. And there's so many languages out there, and the Lord knows every single one of them. Right. And when you're praying in tongues like that, you know, Satan don't, don't even know what you're saying. Right. But the Holy Spirit, God's Spirit in you, reaching out to God. I right. mean, it's it's just a direct connect, no interference line. Right. It's it's and a beautiful thing. I, I do, I, I you know, I want to encourage you, even pretend that you're making it up as you go. Just oh, yeah. Just His, wing it with words that just come out of your mouth. Just have the faith and let it come out. Right. Because our God is a gentleman. Right. He does not come in and possess you. Right. You step out in faith and you do it believing, just like you step out in faith and believe he sent his son. Right. You know he did. Or sing, it, sing, it, sing a tune, sing a tune you know, and, and make up words oh, yeah. that don't, you, aren't even English. You can English. sing so, in the spirit. You can sing. Oh, I can guarantee it. That's the first, you. that's what yeah. happened for me. Came oh, out, came out in song first. Yeah. So I, I want to go back to that, that whole um, wanting out of here, is there were uh, two, two occasions where I was, I know I was having an opportunity. I was doing deep cleaning for, I, a lot of people know that I work with exotic animals, and I was doing deep cleaning for the primates. And and so in this particular instance, I had these uh, like almost like croc sh- rubber shoes on my feet, and I'm going across a cement floor that had been flooded and is squeegeed. And I had two buckets, one in either hand. I, I It was kind of like that movie with uh, Mickey Mouse and, um, what's that, Ambrosia, what's it called? Oh, yeah, Fantasia. Fantasia, right. Ambrosia, that's me. <laughs> so, you know, and I'm, I'm slipping along, and these two buckets of yuck are in both hands. And all of a sudden, I look like Fred Flintstone. My legs <laughs> are spinning. 
And I went headlong, and the buckets behind me emptied. This The yuck was going everywhere, and I was going headlong into a wall. And I heard myself say, not like this. You know, a little bit of ego. I didn't want anybody seeing me lying in muck when they did eventually find me. So, and I, after, I, after I, was, I stopped and it was, was fine, I thought, oh, my gosh, I just missed my opportunity. And somewhere in the next couple of weeks afterwards, I was in, the, I was in taking a shower, and, and I reached out to get the towel that was on the hook. You know, about th- well, alarm length is, what, three feet or so from the, uh, the center of the chest to the fingertips. And I reached, and I, I, I slipped a little bit in the tub. <laughs> My hand grabbed that hook. I thought it was made of a metal, but no, it was made of ceramic. And it broke, and I went head down, and I was like a, like a teeter-totter, you know, going down on one end. And so my head is down near the floor with his towel and my legs straight up. And I'm thinking, if rigor mortis sets in and I'm I stark ass naked in the shower and people come, I said, not like this, Lord. You know, so clearly there's an ego involved in how, how it happens. You know, and I also didn't want to be dismembered and, 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 and jaws of life and news and nothing like that. So it's interesting. Is that as long, and I was praying to God for death. Well, he wasn't, he wasn't supplying that because somewhere in my earlier days, probably the age of eight, if I'm not mistaken, I had said I wanted to speak for those who could not speak for themselves. And I have grown to do that. And he needs somebody doing it. There are churches out there that are not talking about eternal life in the flesh. I am absolutely certain because they wouldn't be getting the money from the people because the people don't believe it. There's not a book out there talking about it. I, I, I haven't read them. I haven't seen anybody talk about it. People think it might be possible. But I'm telling you, if you don't latch on to it, it's not going to happen. If I have to stay here myself, even though I want to go, I will. And right about 121, somebody's going to want to know, what are you doing? And it will not be, you know, creams and vitamin A, D and E and krill oil or whatever else anybody's doing. That, it's going to be fascinating. And I'm, I'm putting, you know, it, God says to test the spirit. So when you're receiving a voice or knowledge, you say, who's talking? If it doesn't say somebody of God, then you don't listen to that, no matter how right it sounds. It is imperative that you do not train your ear to the wrong voice, even if it's correct. Because there will be one day that you trust that voice that is always correct, never asking who's talking, always assuming that it's the universe or God or Jesus or an angel of some sort but never asking because it's right, it must be God. I'm going to tell you, Satan can be right. You can get good information from bad sources. On the day that you trust that wrong voice, because it seems to be right for you most every time, is the day you're going to need it most, and it will be wrong. Frightening. It's okay to say, who's talking? What's your name? Karen, Karen was uh, uh, here in a, the first couple of podcasts, that, that particular uh, woman, and she identified, she was saying she was seeing angels around me when I was talking here on the podcast. And I asked her afterwards, you know, I said, you know, and I said angels to her on the podcast. And she said, yes. Oh, no. Then she said she just saw lights. I said, so how do you know they're angels? She says, because I just know. I said, did you ask? What kind of angels? And, and then mm-hmm. as, so in her private life, when she went around her business, she's still seeing these lights and believing them to be angels. She said when she asked them who they were, they would disappear. You know, the, there are people out there that are teaching all sorts of things, 
you know, that sound good. False prophets, false teachers. People who are teaching about God should be caring about what he really says and not looking for followers or more clicks and likes, but saying the truth. And the truth is speaking in tongues is a gift. You may not understand it, but I, I, I promise you, your life will be richer for it. You'll see the evidence, like Alita has said. And you, for a lot of us, I mean, the flesh is, is one of the privileges, uh, uh, entities that gets to feel things. And probably it's probably the only reason to come to earth, because living in the spirit is wonderful. But some privileges are being able to feel and sense things in the flesh. Even pain, because I can, I can assure you, those that leave the planet and are pain-free, once they're pain-free, they think, oh my gosh, I could have stayed and be pain-free. But people are buying into pain because they felt it. I want you to think really careful about feelings. And those that are out there trusting their feelings, even gut feelings, it's wise to pay attention. However, I want people to think, when in your life either someone has loved you and sought you to be a spouse, a mate, or a date, or a frolic or fun, and you thought, oh, hell no. <laughs> Whose feeling was right? The one that wanted to be with you, or you not wanting any part of that? If you're going to trust your feelings, that's my example of why you can't. But we can be led by the Spirit. Right, exactly. And we can ask the Lord to show us the truth in any and every matter. Right. And, and when he you will, and, and when he you, wants us to yes. know the truth. 100%. And when you there hear, really is an enemy. Yes. And we have to, if we believe in Jesus, then we know there is. It's in his word. He says so. And people want to believe the good, but not that there's bad. And there is good and evil. Right. And we need to, for the Lord to just simply ask of him to show us his truth. Right. And he will. Right. And ask and who's talking. When he shows eyes. you, say, you know, who, you know, where is this coming from? He will give us discernment of the Spirit. 100%. He will open our eyes. 100%. He will give us knowledge and wisdom like no one else can. Right. In many different ways, but he will do so. Right. And we just have to ask and say, Lord, I want to know you. Right. That's the author I'm sharing with people that they should ask. Yeah. I do, you know, because God talks to me and I do hear his, his name, his word, and his information, and people will point out that what I'm saying is written. And they'll be oh, able, yeah. some of them can give me chapter and verse, you know, to say that's where it's at. So I, in good conscience, can send people to that book called the Bible. I'm going to, you know, reference that they should probably start a new pet testament because that's the time frame we're in. Because the old can be pretty scary if you don't oh, know yeah. how to read it. <laughs> But we're going we're gonna to close down this portion of the podcast. I'm going to have Alita here for the uh, part two, and we'll continue talking about what God has to offer, some of the things she's witnessed. I mean, she's a bright, like I said, you know, what would you like to testify to? And she said, I'm a child of the Most High God. Yes, we are. That's how we introduce ourselves. Yes, we are. We have everything because we're not of this world. We're of the kingdom of God. Amen. That may, it makes it a lot easier to be down here knowing that we're here, but not of it, right. in it, and not of it. We have his holy hedge of protection, promotion, provision. Everything good comes from God. All right, let's, let's lead into the next podcast when we start okay. here in a few minutes with regards to provision and protection. 
Thank you, everyone, for listening. I really uh, trust that you have a blessed day. I want to remind people that I do have a prayer line for you if you wish to call. I know God really well. Whatever it is you're desiring, uh, you know, person, place, thing, healing, I will take what you're asking, put it in the lap of God, because he is the only one with the guarantees. That phone number to call if you wish, and only leave your first name. The rest does not matter because God will know who you are. And that number to call is 810-724-3223. Thank you ever so much. Have a blessed day.